Hello and welcome to Career Center. I'm Kimberly White, Executive Director of the Community Career Center, a resource center located in Naperville providing career and job search advice to job seekers and career changers. Joining me today is author Marty Constant to discuss career agility. Marty. Hey Kim, good to see you. Good to see you too. So thanks for coming out and being on the show. I know you're coming in from Chicago and you're doing a lot of great things there. We'll talk about that. Um, but before we get into all of that, I'd love to, for you to share a little bit about yourself to our, to our audience. Well, if you want to go far back, um, it okay. starts really, I started out as a designer and then got really curious about the business and marketing side of things. Mm -hmm got another degree, you know, got an MBA, and then went into the marketing side of the world all the way up in technology um, as a chief marketer. Worked with growth stage tech companies, mm -hmm. and our last company we sold to a Fortune 100 company. Really, so let's, 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 let's step back a little bit. So a designer, so tell me a little bit about that, and then I wanna just kinda take those baby steps, because you've got a fabulous okay. career. Well, the design really represents the creative part of mm -hmm. me. So I started the world out as a pure creative, um, and I thought, what can I do to work in business? So I chose design. And my first job out of college was with a fast-growing technology company right here in Lyle. It was a younger company back okay. then called Telabs. Telabs. Mm -hmm. Back when it was a younger back company. Back when it was, yeah. okay. But it was very fast-growing. Yeah. There was a lot to learn. and. It was my opportunity to work in the design profession, mm -hmm. but for a technology company. Mm -hmm. And that's what got me hooked on technology. Okay, and so from there you then? I started working um, with a partner. We started a company, actually right here in Naperville, we started a company uh, that served the needs of technology companies. So we did all of the marketing collateral, the training materials, advertising, things that they needed mm -hmm. to promote their products. And that's another way that I got real involved in everything from photo shoots to interviewing engineers, understanding how to translate technical concepts and to make them easy to understand. Mm -hmm. So it was something you enjoyed doing. Yes. And just a, kind of on a side note, how, how have you seen marketing change from when you start, first started doing it out of college to today? I would say the singular word to use there is digital. Mm. Uh, and the other part I think started really back in the year 2000 that marketing is conversations now. It's not one way, it's a complete 360 conversation and that the customer and the partners and the clients have so much more to say. Mm -hmm. And the other thing in marketing is people have generally done 90% of their research before they pick up a phone to talk mm. to a salesperson these mm -hmm. days. So marketing has to bear the burden of creating demand and much more of the sales process. Mm -hmm. It has really evolved. Yes, yeah. very much so. So, all right, so you went to, to labs and, mm -hmm. and let's, let's keep going on your journey. Right, there. right, and yeah. then started a company yeah. after that and they were one of my clients at the time and mm -hmm. we, uh, again, were working with um, tech companies um, and at that time, a lot of people, I had a design background, 
but I didn't have a marketing degree. Mm -hmm. And people were asking for marketing expertise. Mm -hmm. And that's when I went back to school. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, you then started, so let's talk a little bit about career agility. Okay. Um, how did that come to be? It was such a, a fun story. I was working with engineers my entire career. Again, I was working on the communications front, but I had to understand how an engineer designed a product and how it worked. Okay. And so um, agility was something that I discovered when they were applying agile methods to their software development process. Mm -hmm. And I used to see these floor to ceiling whiteboards documenting their process mm -hmm. from point A to point B mm -hmm. in their stand-up meetings and how they worked from the beginning of the project until completion. And I became fascinated mm -hmm. with this application of agile principles. Mm -hmm. I was so interested that I eventually joined a group of global marketers and we applied the agile principles to the marketing profession. Yeah. So we did some of those and we got together um, out in San Francisco and and did that, and on the way back, on the plane, coming back uh -huh. from San Francisco to Chicago, I said, you know, this is a totally relevant platform to discuss careers. Mm -hmm. And so from there, you then decided, I'm going to... I'm going to write a book. I'm gonna write a book. I'm gonna write a book, and writing a book requires research. Yeah. I, I wasn't gonna write an opinion piece. I wanted it to be defined by right. research and right. something that I could create a model from mm -hmm. and, and help people in that way. So I spent about two or three years doing research, uh, and I was doing it on the side, mm -hmm. which is so one of- working full-time and doing it on the side. Working full-time, mm -hmm. doing a lot of global traveling, mm -hmm. working full-time, and just getting what I could get done and then started speaking on the topic at some national conferences, mm -hmm. some marketing conferences that wanted people to speak in their mm -hmm. career tracks. Mm -hmm. Did you always think you would write a book? I always thought I would write a book. Yeah. I just didn't know what, what that topic was mm -hmm. going to be. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of people say about things in life, this topic absolutely chose me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know I was reading um, on you and, and how you were going about this book and you interviewed, I think, 120 plus yes. people. What were some other things that you did yeah. as you were going through that? Well, the interesting thing about that was I wanted it to be balanced across all generations. So I interviewed mm -hmm. one third millennials, one third Gen Xers mm -hmm. and one third boomers. Mm -hmm. And then I also conducted uh, a primary research project. Actually, it was a survey research project. I hired a market research firm uh, okay. to tap into the mid-careerists. So mm -hmm. I have more research in the mid-careerist realm mm -hmm. than I do at either end at this point. Mm -hmm. So tell me, um, and we'll you know, obviously go into the book some more, but how, how do you apply this career agility to careers? Like how, how is that applied? Well, the way to understand that is to understand how agile principles work in the mm -hmm. software development process. Mm -hmm. You know, one of them was the, they had this thing called a backlog of ideas. What a backlog of ideas meant in the software development process, it meant that you might have had 100 ideas, but you could only implement 10 yeah. of them in your mm -hmm. software release. Mm -hmm. What do you do with the rest of those 90 ideas? You either nurture them mm -hmm. or put them in a, feature in the future, or you 
take them off the table because they're no longer relevant. Mm -hmm. So one, that was one example of a principle. The parallel construct to that in the Agile career model is the idea zone. Mm -hmm. If one collects ideas and gathers ideas every step of the way, not just about your industry, but about what it is that I want to do mm -hmm. or you want to do mm -hmm. in your life, you're creating a notebook, electronic or otherwise, mm -hmm. of tremendous ideas. And you have this tremendous resource then mm -hmm. On your deepest, darkest days, you're able to go, go to that notebook and energize yourself. And you're also able to, I think Ken Blanchard said that an idea vanishes within 37 seconds mm. of having it. Right. So why wouldn't we want to write that down? Right, right. So seven principles. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about all of them because I, you know, we'll have some time and I think it's really important for, for our listeners to hear about them. So you talked about, um, I know there's one on personal brand. We'll maybe talk about that one at the sure. end. But um, what, what's one that stands out the most to you that you want to? Another principle, probably the, the most global mm -hmm. principle is responding to change. Mm -hmm. And change comes in all varieties. It's financial change, economic change, personal mm -hmm. change that dramatically affects us on a day-to-day -day basis. So. It depends on how you respond to change that gives you the ability to adapt. Mm -hmm. If you don't adapt to circumstances or respond to change, you're gonna get left behind. I mm -hmm. often say adapt or die mm -hmm. because if you're not growing, you're not learning mm -hmm. and you're not staying relevant. So mm -hmm. responding to change is a big one. And the thing that I also say about that is don't do nothing. If mm -hmm. you have a really good, wonderful change, you got a promotion, mm -hmm. what is your plan to, to really make a big impact on that? Mm -hmm. Don't flow and roll with the punches. Right. Really start to respond to those changes. So in what, so what, what, in what way would you do that with, with, with your example there? Um, yeah, a way to do that, um, let's just take the example of Back in 2000 when technology was taking over and okay. 2007 when social media was taking mm -hmm. over and then digital. If you didn't have the knowledge of what all that meant to your particular area, whether you're in finance or whether you're in marketing mm -hmm. or operations, what is the technology component of that? Mm -hmm. You're gonna become irrelevant rather quickly. So taking a course, doesn't have to be getting another right. degree. It could be taking a course. It could be free. Mm -hmm. It could be a paid course. It could mm -hmm. be getting another credential. Today's world has FinTech, mm -hmm. marketing tech, mm -hmm. health tech, mm -hmm. those kinds of things, HR tech. Right. HR technology is huge. Right, right. So really being able to roll with the punches and mm -hmm. with that change. Mm -hmm. um, let's talk about another one. Another principle. principle. Okay, mm -hmm. another principle would be approaching your career as a series of projects. When was the last time you did a project and what did you feel about when that project started? Mm -hmm. Were you engaged, mm -hmm. excited Sorry. about it? Mm -hmm. If you view your career in that way, you will be a dedicated, interested, and maybe even um, you know a, a person worth studying mm -hmm. um, and very interesting to your boss. And the thing about a project is a beginning and, and a middle a and an end. Mm -hmm. And think about it as 
riding a wave. Mm -hmm. You don't want that wave just to end. You want it to keep, keep going. going. Mm -hmm. So start another project. Create a new role for yourself in the same department. Look at another department within your organization and go over to that mm -hmm. to add to your portfolio of skills. Mm -hmm. That's actually very important to do. And mm -hmm. it shows to your uh, boss or your manager that you're thinking kind of outside the box with that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so another principle. We're going to cover all seven. Oh, we're going to cover all seven. We, yeah. we talked about that yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A lot of, that's a lot. Respond to change. Um, responding to you know, a series of projects. Mm -hmm. A-B testing. Now, A-B testing is uh, a statistics term, mm -hmm. and it's also a term for testing and marketing. We mm -hmm. want to test, does this headline work? Yeah. Or does this other headline work? So yeah. we do small tests. Test. Why not do that with your career? You can do that in sequence or from gonna... the job you just had to the job you have now mm -hmm. and say, did I like that one better? Mm -hmm. Was I in, you know, really right. in the zone? Right. Or you could do it in parallel by doing a side project. We're going to follow up on that when we come back. We'll be right back after these important public service announcements. Welcome back to Career Center. I'm Kimberly White, continuing my conversation with author Marty Constant. Thank you for staying with me. Oh, sure. So we, when we, before we went to break, we were talking about the um, A-B test your career, and I just wanted to get back to that, and then we'll continue to go through those principles. Right, so there's nothing saying that we can't go back to a type of role that we had five years ago if it mm -hmm. suits us better. Mm -hmm. So an A-B testing in that way to measure it. Do I like job A better or do I like job B? And it's really A through Z depending mm -hmm. on how many roles that you have. But you can do these in sequence mm -hmm. and look back and measure, mm -hmm. but you can also do them in parallel. There's mm -hmm. a lot of people in the gig economy and the mm -hmm. freelance economy right now where they're doing things on the side. Mm -hmm. I know I did quite a bit of freelance mm -hmm. work in marketing on the side, even when I was a chief marketer mm -hmm. at a tech company. Mm -hmm. You just said something that kind of gave me reason to pause about the gig economy. I know that's kind of a big thing right now. Yes, it is. Yes, it really is. It. Do you want to share a little bit about what that is? Yeah, you know, the gig economy yeah. is a, a summary mm -hmm. statement that mm -hmm. means a lot of things mm -hmm. to different people. I think of it as something that is all things that one does on the side. It's everything from an Uber or Lyft driver uh -huh. to doing freelance work uh -huh. from your profession. It might be in finance, it might be uh -huh. in marketing, and there's lots of exchanges where you can get work right. on the side. Even doing tasks, like yeah. a place like TaskRabbit, right. you can sign up for those things. Yeah. That's all part of the gig economy. Yeah, it's, it's really big. I hear so many people talking about that now, so yeah. especially the, our younger folks. Yes, yeah. and, and generally, there, you know, some, a lot yeah. of the roles are lesser paid mm -hmm. on the side, but there's actually a segment of gig economy workers that are very highly paid. Mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're savvy yeah. consultants is right. what they are right. on the side. Consultants, yeah. yeah. All right, All right. so back to um, the principles. So I think we are activate the feedback squad. Right. We, um, we were activate the feedback squad, but we were also oh, talking about the parallel, the parallel pursuits. The parallel pursuit, that's right. Um, yeah. So if you're doing something on the side, 
You could be doing um, everything from an extra job mm -hmm. to pursuing a hobby mm -hmm. to getting education. Mm -hmm. And that's why the parallel pursuits Pursuit. means a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Why would one want to pursue a hobby? Well, it makes you a little bit more interesting right. in your workplace if you're pursuing right. things outside and you bring that into your workplace. You can also just get trained on the latest in your industry mm -hmm. or in your mm -hmm. technology by doing things on the side. Right, right. Um, what about now the activate the feedback yeah. spot? So I, uh, in doing the interviews, Kim, with the people mm -hmm. that I interviewed, 80% of them that I interviewed got the job that they could get when they graduated from whatever. Mm -hmm. And 80% of them, when I asked the question, who here has ever had a formal mentor? About 20% raised their hands. Yeah. What we found out from that is a lot of mentoring is done informally. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that, but some people are waiting mm -hmm. to be adopted Adopt by that perfect yeah. mentor. I never was adopted by the yeah. perfect mentor. So activating a feedback squad can be a reverse mentoring situation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, years ago, I hired a a young person that knew a lot about blogging mm -hmm. and she taught me everything about blogging that I didn't know and of course I trained her mm -hmm. for the for role. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we had a reverse mentoring situation there. Yeah. So that that kind of thing, that's a type of feedback. You can have situational feedback mm. where yeah. you've got a problem and you know that uh, John or Barry have been through this. Mm -hmm. You can set up an appointment with them and talk with them and ask how business is done and get right. some advice and right. guidance. Yeah, both of those are very important to have. I, I know mentoring for sure is something that's really, um, we speak a lot about that at the Career Center mm -hmm. with, with our clients, so very good. Um, and then are we with, uh, what are we, a personal brand? We're on the optimization of the personal brand. It's never been as important as it is today to really develop your personal brand. Some people might say, well, what does that mean? Does that mean that, you know, I have my own colors and I dress a certain way? What does, what does what personal does branding mean? mean? The most important part of personal branding is being known for one thing mm -hmm. better than anyone else. else. In other words. Say that again. I one know. thing right. than anywhere else. Yep. So then if you can do 25 things, we all can. Mm -hmm. But guess what? No one's going to know you in your organization or your industry of those 25 things. Mm -hmm. But if you become expert at one thing, they will get to know you mm -hmm. and then you'll get to do all of those other things. Right. There's, there's a thing called Sheehan's Wall. Mm -hmm. And if you do too many things, you hit a wall and like a boomerang, boomerang it comes all back. comes back to you. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you narrow, you break through that wall and then you expand. Mm -hmm. When you're talking about this particular principle, do most people get it? Because I think it's so critical. I think people get the segment that they're most interested in. Mm. If they're interested in updating their LinkedIn profile, mm -hmm. that is branding to them. Mm -hmm. If they're interested in understanding what are my values and how do I want to be aligned with them in mm -hmm. the workplace? That's another deeper type of branding. Another one is I mentioned, what do I, what do I wear? How mm -hmm. do I look? How do I present mm -hmm. myself mm -hmm. in, in the marketplace? Mm -hmm. It means all of those things. Right, right. 
All right, well, that was great on those the principles, so thanks for yeah. kind of giving us an overview on that. Um, I now want to talk about just three scenarios in that mid-careerist um, time of change. Sure. Yeah. I think one of them was, say you've, you've been overlooked, mm -hmm. you know, and you're even working so hard, and you expected that promotion, and you, di you didn't get it. Mm -hmm. You have two options. You can just figure out how to navigate artfully into something else within the organization that has more opportunity for you, uh -huh. or you can just start networking on the outside for another role. Um, I mentioned, I think earlier, um, a, a young gentleman named Anthony Ponce, uh -huh. who used to work for Network News, uh -huh. and he was passed over for a role. I think it was about three, three and a half, four years ago uh -huh. in big Network News, and he decided to work Uncle. with Lyft on the side and be a roving podcaster, disseminating those interesting mm. stories in the form of a podcast. And of course, we all know what happens. He was picked up by mm -hmm. another network, network with the role he really wanted. Mm -hmm. So that's an example right. of being you know, passed over for something. Right that you could definitely do something else. Right, and not fitting in the, the mold, and you know, you just kind of check all the boxes there. Right, and, yeah. and one of the things that happens a lot is uh, when people are being interviewed, it's frustrating because the interviewer might have their, their check, check boxes. Box. A list of questions. Yeah, and like it that. might be a millennial yeah. interviewing a, a later stage worker. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm checking off the boxes and not getting deep into what this person is truly capable of. Mm -hmm. And what I would say there is to make certain that you have the types of questions that can get that out in the interview. Mm -hmm. Don't necessarily wait for that checkbox. So when it's time for you to now ask the questions, make mm -hmm. sure you do that. Right, because there's, mm -hmm. there's, that's the only way you will get your competencies and capabilities mm -hmm. and your high value that you bring to the equation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think the, the other thing that we hear a lot about at the center is, um, you know, our, I think you refer to them as our letter, later generation, um, or later stage, stage workers, workers. Yeah, or sec second half of life workers. Yeah, I, I like yes. both of those. Um, but they often feel overlooked. They often feel that, um, you know, the, the younger generation is getting the jobs and all of that. So that's another, another one of your um, things that you had mentioned. Right, and the, the way to combat that is really to optimize your emotional intelligence. Yeah. So we've got digital, DQ and EQ. We've mm -hmm. got you know, emotional intelligence and digital intelligence. Mm -hmm. A young person in the market is gonna know the digital part of the equation, but they might not have access to observing patterns, mm -hmm. to really understanding how to problem solve mm -hmm. in a certain way. What's great about that is if those two workers can blend together, really powerful problem solving can happen in the workplace. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, okay, so now I wanna know a little bit about what you're working on now. Yeah, so, so what I'm working on now <laughs> is I wrote the book called Activate Your Agile mm -hmm. Career to better understand the individual. <clears throat> I wanted to make certain that you know no one was left behind and then mm -hmm. they, they had control of their career. And in that process, I understood that it's two parts to the equation. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm working on a project called Happy Profitable Employees. And that's really from the perspective of the employer mm -hmm. and also the perspective of the individual. 
everybody should be profitable. Right. It's not just one or the other. Right. And it takes, similar to how the millennial and the you know, boomer may work together, right. it's really important for the, the worker and the employee you know, to be working with the organization. It mm -hmm. takes a blend mm -hmm. of understanding and working together to make mm -hmm. it all work. So what are you, are you, how many subjects are you going to interview through this process and what are you learning as you go through this? Yeah, I'm, I started the process already. I'm interviewing um, everybody in the ecosystem okay. of this. So the ecosystem of career development would be everything from career coaches, professional development, mm -hmm. HR directors, culture management, CEOs that care about having a really healthy mm -hmm. culture mm -hmm. that's diverse and inclusive mm -hmm. of, of many things that are important. Mm -hmm. Very good. I can't wait for that to come out. That's yeah. going to be awesome. Yeah. So tell me, um, now how, how do we find you? Because I know you are out there and you're doing a lot of presentations and workshops. How do people find you? How I can be found is at agilecareer.com. It's mm -hmm. a website. Mm -hmm. And on that website, you can do two things. You can sign up for my 52 ideas. It's a new idea every week delivered to you via email. 52 ideas. 52 like ideas. That. And the other thing is you can sign up for a complimentary career agility guide. It's a 22-page guide that introduces people to the career agility model included in the book, as well as, as some of these principles that we were discussing mm -hmm. and examples. Mm -hmm. And I would assume there's also other social media mediums where they can find you. Exactly. On on, yeah, there's on Twitter. There's at, at Marty Constant, M-A-R-T-I-K-O-N-S-T-A-N-T. And then um, a, a very active visual um, um, social media platform that I've been working with uh, lately is Instagram. How's I, that working for it's you? It's working very well. I yeah. was able to really connect with a lot of people from the ecosystem mm -hmm. I was talking about mm -hmm. through, through there and in getting speaking engagements on the topic as mm -hmm. well. Very good. And so just as we wrap up, you when I um, ask how to pronounce your last name, it's constant. And then what do you always say? I always say it never changes, but constant. you do start with a K. You do start with a K. That is so awesome. Marty, thank you so much. I am so glad you chose to spend today with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And also, thank you for watching on this month's edition of Career Center. And to our television audience, if you're in a job, if you're in job transition or looking for professional career advice, Visit the Community Career Center at 1815 West Dill Road, Suite 900, or search us on the web at communitycareercenter.org. Thanks so much for watching.